Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments in crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, please tell me what you're going to talk about this week. Why do you always yell at me? Ryan, today we're welcoming another country to our growing family with another international hello. And we're also going to be discussing the devastation brought on by Hurricane Ida. What about you, Ryan? This week, I'm going to be talking about the Chinese government, which has mandated the amount of time kids can spend playing video games. Plus, I have a message for everyone who thinks their mother effing better than me. Guess what? You're not. But, as always... We handled these things delicately. The times, they are a-changing. And so are people's genders, Tyler. Genders, wacky time for it. Are they changing in terms of uh, transsexuals or are they changing in terms of terminology? Um, Both. I yeah, think but, but I mean, what are you referencing? I'm just kind of talking about how things have changed and, and how... Things are murky now, and people don't know how to talk about people's genders, which at a certain point in time were a locked and loaded binary thing. You're either a boy, you're a girl. Every now and then you're going to get a hermaphrodite, which I still have never seen in real life. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, if God is throwing hermaphrodites on this earth, he must be okay with all this stuff going on. I'm not saying that I'm against it. I'm just... I'm just talking about it. That's what we do here. I'm, I'm, I want everybody to be happy with who they are and who they aren't. Unless you're a serial killer. Now, my son recently enrolled for school, and now they ask you for the pronouns that you want to be called. You're mm -hmm. familiar with this? Sure. So you got she and her. You got he and him. Now, those are the ones that I grew up with. Uh -huh. I'm familiar with. And the thing is, and I'm being honest here, I like to be inclusive. I like to make everybody feel good, but it's something that I didn't grow up with, so I've been very afraid at certain times that I'm going to step in it. I don't think that you can go through life without stepping in it. I think it's just a matter of acknowledging it in the moment. And if you're the type of person that cares whether you hurt somebody's feelings or not, I am, you know, generally speaking, genitally speaking. And uh, and as long as you can apologize and be the bigger the adult in the moment, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I worked at a different restaurant. I worked with somebody who was transgender, I think is the way that you say it. Transgender is correct, yes. And... and it's something that I was uncomfortable with, much like the first time that I ordered a pizza and the delivery person got to my door and they were missing a couple of fingers and I was just wasn't ready. Hmm. I wasn't ready. I probably reacted in a terrible way with this person. I just wasn't ready. But over time, I learned and we became very close. So, wow. Hmm. Close. Did you so did you lift the pizza box off of this man's hand and you just went, oh my God, bro, you're missing some fingers. I literally threw the money at them like it was buckshot, <laughs> which was weird because I paid in quarters that day. But I just was a child. <laughs> He's dead. I was a child and I had never been around a nub. Can I say a nub anymore? Has that been taken off the table? No, I don't think so. I think nub is okay. So what happened with this person is I grew, much like American History X, I learned from my lack of education. I became close to this person. And I became more comfortable with it. That's how we learn. That's how we become educated. Absolutely. So you have she, her, you have he, him. Now explain them, they to me. I'm generally unfamiliar. What uh, is that? I believe that just means that you don't want to be associated with either, that you just want to be they. You want to be un... Well, I guess there's also unbinary or non-binary, excuse me. 
Um, I don't know. I would. I, I guess we can review because while I am attracted to men myself, what I don't, I don't. It's a, it's a prank that got out of control, and ten years later, here I am. Last night, Tyler told me after a few drinky poos that if I were to shave my beard, he'd be all about it. But we'll I, talk about that at a different time. I just wanted to make you feel better about yourself. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, except absolutely. for you telling me the opposite right now. I'm just not a huge fan of beards. That's okay. all. Uh, and also, Z, Zer, and Zers. Are you familiar with this? No, that's a new one that, for me. That's a general Rage. neutral pronoun for the trans community. Zer. Z-I-R. Now, here's the thing. That's actually kind of fun. Makes you sound like a, uh, a visitor from another planet. I could deal with that. <laughs> and I feel like you're trying to lure me into a joke that I'm just not no, going to make No, no, I'm dead serious. Zer is great. And all the people who are against it, I understand when you've grown up with something one way your whole life, and then everybody wants to not just change it, but change it at such a rapid pace that, like, with technology, it just confuses you. Yeah, absolutely. A few weeks ago, I was trying to figure out how to program my VCR. All of a sudden, now I'm calling you Zers. <laughs> I just don't know how to do it. Well, you can't conflate the two. I'm just telling That's you. A, but you're absolutely right. Once you get to a certain age, you don't want to learn things anymore. You want life to stay the way that it was when you were 12. Absolutely. And and But, I mean, the thing is, is change is not only necessary, but it's... It's going to happen. There is no getting away from change. And just so we're clear, I think that those people are wrong. I think that you're just being selfish and you want the world to stay the way that makes you happy. And that's not how to run a functioning society. Absolutely. And and the thing is, you look at the, the, the older generations now and they look at the younger generations now with technology and our uh, hands-free everything and just our being able to be remote. They look at us and go, oh, man, you guys are lazy. When I was growing up, you worked 40 hours a week. You slogged through the snow. And it's like, man, it doesn't work like that anymore. Don't people still work 40 hours a week? Uh, well, I'm, you're absolutely right. I, I, sh say, yeah. I should have said I should have said all the manual labor, and sure. there are still people who do manual labor. It's just things have gotten easier now, and I think it's easier for people. Not with pronouns, Tyler. Oh, I think it's easier for the older generations to look at us and go, man, you guys are lazy all of a sudden. Well, it's the same reason why some of these guys are still rocking that mustache from 1976. You don't want change. You want the world to stay the way that it was when you graduated high school. Unless your name is Tom Selleck, shave that fucking thing off. No, he shaved his off and he looked like a real asshat. Tom That's Selleck, bring it back, baby. <laughs> now, here's where it affects me, okay? And this is where I'm going to tell you guys to not it off not because i care i'm trying to help you i'm trying to love you i'm trying to share my wisdom guys at the gym are now wearing yoga pants tyler oh i've seen this they're wearing yoga pants i've seen this love it i could see the change in your pocket in mm -hmm. whether it's heads up or not mm -hmm. now here's the thing that i want to change big fan fellas the people who are wearing the yoga pants with the shorts over it okay you're familiar with this they got the yoga pants it's coming out the bottom but they're wearing the shorts over it you are just the updated version of the kid wearing a shirt in the pool. We all know what's going on. If you don't want to show people your dinghy, then don't wear the yoga pants, yeah, you bitch. What's the point of the extra step of the yoga pants if you're already going to put the shorts on? Because you don't want everybody around you to see that you got the biggest clitoris, Tyler. But I'm saying, why not just wear the shorts? What's the point of adding the yoga pants? Because you want to be up to date. What's the point of going in the pool if you don't want people to see your pepperoni nipples, Tyler? That's, That's just stupid. the way that it goes. That's stupid. So all those guys out there, I think that Tyler is 100% right. We want to be inclusive, except for you jackasses with the yoga pants on no, with the shorts. Either no. show us your tiny little penis or knock it off. No body shame. When it comes to doing no-handed push-ups, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate.
Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that suffers from a serious case of pronoia. To my left, a man, a plan, a canal, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you doing, motherfucker? Uh, I'm doing okay. Coming out a little hot that, off the top that turnbuckle. Was, that didn't feel right. It was red hot fire in my face. That I didn't am feel doing right. well, feeling better after weeks of of downness. I prefer that actually. Uh, yeah, because you're usually higher up when I am further down. Do you know what pronoia is, Tyler? I do not. Pronoia is the opposite of paranoia, oh. which means that you have a serious delusion that the universe is conspiring in your favor. On today's show. Chinese government, more like Call of Duty heads. And later on today's show, Ryan, you're going to be so proud. I have a mini don't kill but when you do for the expiring killers out there. Yay, we get to keep you out of the clink. Another day out of the hooskow is another subscription for us. Speaking of which, and I don't even have this written down. This is something that I just really want to say thank you for. Uh-huh. Tyler and I want this to be our career. We love this. We actually think that through this satire, through us being jackasses, that we could help people and help ourselves. Let's not joke about the idea that this is so cathartic for us. The fact that we could bring our love and our relationship into your ear holes and hopefully do something good for somebody other than us one day really makes us feel good. Every single episode that we have released over the last month has been the most downloaded episode in the first 24 hours this thing has gone slowly, but it is building, mm -hmm, and we mm -hmm. love that you guys are part of the Haitian army. We we're, love you. We're not genuine most of the time, but I'm being genuine right now when we say thank you guys so much for really just making us feel like we're doing something here. And we love you, you pieces of shit. We, we really you. do. All right, now back to the real shit, yeah. Tyler. And bring it back. I'm actually going to be genuine again here. I'm Ugh. normally filled Ugh. with bullshit and I hate bile, this. but I have a PSA for your ASS that I want to share with people, and I swear to you, this comes from a real place. We are talking on the cold open about how technology is not only moving so much faster, even people from different generations, the older generations are starting to understand it more. It's becoming more streamlined. Absolutely. You familiar with this? Everybody and their mother has a Facebook now, Every, you know? A Facebook, not just that. People are learning how to stream. People are learning how to download. People are learning how to watch their television from their electronic devices. Because it's awesome. It is. And you could watch Netflix. Netflix has changed the way the TV works. You're familiar with Netflix, Tyler? Well, it's eating away TV to the point where TV in maybe a decade will be completely gone. I believe that to be true. I, I obviously don't follow the trends or whatever it is, but I do know that the way that we've taken in information, much like the old-timey newspapers, all that stuff where we throw yesterday's news in your bushes today, mm -hmm. that's gone. Mm -hmm. And television soon is going to be too because people want everything on demand. Absolutely. What's happening now with not just the older generation, but even with people our age, Tyler, is since you're able to stream, since you're able to entertain yourself, you're able to fill all of those desires anywhere you are, I'm noticing a terrible trend, Tyler. Do you know what I'm talking about? We talked about this before, but this is my PSA. Um, my best guess, I would say it is the rise of all the different, uh, streaming services. No, what, too many to buy into. What it is, is that I'm seeing this more and more at the bar. People are watching their television ah. without headphones. Ah, yes. I understand that you guys are new to this technology as we all are. I'm trying to help you with kid gloves. Okay. So I'm going to be gentle with this. 
Put fucking headphones on, you dickhead. You motherfucking dickhead. Nobody cares about Grey's Anatomy. I haven't even seen this episode yet. Motherfucking spoiler alert. Mm. I'm going to punch you in your twat. Mm. Are you, do, I, a lot I, of twat punching tonight. Am I wrong about this? I'm imploring you. You're annoying the shit out of everybody. I know I'm saying this in a funny type fashion, but I genuinely mean it. Yeah. Yeah, well, this, along with your constant war on all things streaming... Um, I don't think it looks good for you. It looks like you're coming from a very biased position. I'm joking around with that stuff. I, I hey, listen, if you want to take in your information, I do worry, much like what uh, Chinese government is saying, hey, you guys are sitting on your asses too long. I don't like that cannibalizing a series has now become our achievements. But if you want to stream or whatever, that's perfectly fine. I'm being dead serious about put some fucking headphones on, man. You're making life worse for everybody around you. Agreed. And hopefully... You know, somebody will hear the cry of my voice and do something about it. So are you insinuating that a law should be put in place so people can't listen to their phones or devices without headphones in all, public? All I'm saying is Chinese government save us, Tyler. You know what, Ryan? Speaking of around the world, I think it's time we do another international hello. I love an international hello. And for all of you that are new to the proceedings, an international hello is a country that has started listening to our show, mm -hmm. and we want to give them a big old motherfucking bonjour, Tyler. Absolutely. What do Absolutely. we got today? And it's not a bonjour today, yeah. but... <laughs> a big old Vilkaman. Ryan! What is this, the Catholic Church? This is... <laughs> this is the Netherlands National Anthem, Ryan! Oh, wait, hold on, wait, wait let me hear it. It sounds nothing like the chef from the Muppet Babies. Little, little dour, Ryan. It's pork, a, pork, it, pork. <laughs> I don't know if we should be making fun of somebody's national Come anthem. Come on, if you're going to be part of the show, then you need to be a little loose here. <laughs> Welcome, Netherlands. Uh, just a fun, a few fun facts about the Netherlands, because it's not all weed, cheese, illegal prostitution, Ryan. But mostly. But mostly. Since 1815, the Netherlands has been a kingdom. Huh. The current royal family has been in power since 2013 after Queen Beatrix, love you dog. I've heard I heard I've heard of Queen Beatrix. Gave great name. Gave the throne to her son and while I disagree with any royal family being a thing in 2021, they seem to be well respected. Why do you say that? They're uh, it, a it benevolent just, family. It's just what what I saw. The, everything I saw on them on the internet was positive. They but better I, fucking say that. I, I didn't, I'll be a trick your ass. <laughs> I had to do a lot of research on the politics of the Netherlands. We can uh, review. <laughs> second fun fact: If you like carrots, or more specifically, the orange color they now come in, you have the Dutch to thank. They used to be purple, am I right about that? Back in the 10th century, King William III, AKA William of Orange, helped the Dutch win their independence from Spain and through clever breeding, AKA carrot fucking. Oh shit. The farmers were able to change carrots, which were originally white, purple, and pale yellow, gross. Oh, yeah, no thank you. Into the orange we love today. Tyler, have you ever done a good carrot fucking? No. All right, all right, we can review. No. I go dick first if I ever get around to it, though. You're putting a carrot in your dick? I don't know. And for our final fun fact, Ryan, 
the Dutch are on average the tallest people in the world. Is that true? It's true. Wow, it's probably from all that ruddering, Tyler. <laughs> Congratulations, Netherlands, and welcome to the family. You guys are now official Menendez brothers, and I love that. Now, is the Netherlands a group of countries, or is it one country? It is a country of 12 provinces. And whenever somebody says, like Canada, you say Canada, it's ma made up of provinces. Okay. Just like that, it's 12 provinces. And, but uh, it's not Norway. It's not. No, 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 no. It's, okay. it's, it's North Holland and South Holland. Amsterdam is in North Holland. And then you have the other 10, which I do not know. Huh. Yeah. I will tell you yeah. guys this, and I'm sure you're putting these puzzle pieces together on your own. <laughs> when it comes to geography, I don't know shit. I, I, it is a, when it comes to geography, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot, <laughs> and I am also an idiot. It is a huge hole in my game. And, and we love all of the new additions to the family. Yeah, so, and, and you know what? Just a, an addendum to this, Sri Lanka, who we talked about last time. Teardrop of India, Tyler. Teardrop of India off the southern coast. I learned that. They're actually going through a pretty rough time. Sri, Lank Sri Lankans. Sri Lankans? Do you think is how you say it? Sri Lankans? Uh, I don't have a funny... Whatever the appropriate way to say that is, uh -huh. we, we love you guys. They're going through a bit of an economic crisis right yeah. now with COVID, food shortages. Uh, we're so sorry any trouble you guys are going through. We love you. Tough time to be a human, I think. India, though, sending them 150 tons of oxygen. I fuck... What? 150 tons of oxygen, Ryan. Wait a minute. How much oxygen do you need to make up a ton? A lot. A lot. India, you are the shit. Dude, we India, love you. You are the, the, the diamond of the world. <laughs> you are an incredible people, and we love you. I'm sure the diamond mines in Africa would, like, would have something to say about that. The second largest listener of this show. Okay, this has been very self-involved, so we should probably try something different. Let's do the Depression Index. Yay! No one what the depression index is, is a machine that I built with my hands, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are, Netherlands. Welcome to the family, bitches. Mm -hmm. How are you doing this week, man? Ryan, I'm doing much better. Finally coming out of my, or I seem to be out of my funk. Last week I was coming out of it. This week I seem to be pretty well and good past it. Yeah, you're at your standard depressive level, which I appreciate. Yeah, and I've been so down over the last month that now my standard normal depressive level is like manic for me almost. You're buoyed. I know, oh it's my incredible. God, it's I weird. think I saw you smile on Tuesday. It's, it was uh, nuts. Don't tell anybody. Yep. Um, and so this week I actually have a theme and that theme is apathy. Apathy is something I don't think we talk about enough. For those of you who I don't know. I was going to talk about it, but oh. I just didn't feel like it. You know <laughs> For those I mean? of Whatever. you who do not know what apathy is, it is losing the will to do anything. Losing the, the feeling of wanting to accomplish something. Of wanting to live your life. And I think so many people out there, like myself, uh, so often can find themselves... Uh, struggling just to get out of bed in the morning, finding the will to go into work and finding the will to, as I said, live your life. Now, let me ask you something because I genuinely don't know the answer to this. The labor shortage that we are going through in this country, the labor crisis, it's because I know they were paying people to stay home for a long time. They have since stopped doing that. Do I have that correct? I, We can review. I believe it varies from state to state. Okay. Isn't Apathy, what's stopping people now from going into work? Isn't apathy almost like a countrywide epidemic, it, dare I say, global without any information? I would uh, push against that. And I would say instead of apathy, although it is running rampant right now, I think 
workers are just done being abused. I think workers are done being taken advantage of, and they're saying, I'm not gonna go in Scabs. and work 40 hours a week when you, while you pay me a non-living wage. Like, why are my 40 hours not worth another guy's 40 hours in terms of just being able to survive? And these payments are going out, and they're more than what these guys, what the companies are paying them for 40 hours a week. So they're saying to themselves, why the hell am I gonna go bust my ass for these people who won't even give me what I'm worth? This is an interesting topic to to go down. Maybe in the middle of your depression index is, I thought I was helping. Oh, that's right, depression, depression index. Depression index. No, oh. I, I thought that apathy was like, uh, we were going through some sort of a crisis of that right now. I think the crisis is not in terms of wanting to go to work. The apathy crisis in terms of just things that we, found ourselves loving early in life, things that brought us joy, whether it was something creative, writing or painting, whatever your thing was, and you can't even find the will to do something as simple as that. It's beyond wanting to uh, stay home from work, yeah. you know, because that can be common as hell. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. When you get down, there are things that bring you such joy in life that you don't, you, it almost gives you anxiety. You're almost like, ugh, let me just for fly me, here and look at porn. For me, the apathy was got so bad that I even had anxiety of like going to like Publix to go shopping, you know, just uh, getting out of the house. I, I felt that, of course. Yeah. See, I guess I don't think about it in those terms, but I do know what you mean. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I'd rather yeah, yeah, just yeah. not do it. And I, damn, do I need kale. So this, <laughs> this was you and your fucking kale. Uh, so this was a very long depression index, but know those out there suffering that we love you. We love you. We love you. So much. And this week, I'm going to say I am down to a five. Oh, wow, Tyler. Yeah, buddy. Spin One, The way that you scabbed up over the last month or two, I, you spun that like a mother elfin champ. Like Tom Selleck with a mustache, Tyler. Love that guy with his mustache. All right, gay it up. Now, last week I spoke about a lifetime addiction. Tyler, do you recall that I spoke about drinking? Yes. And that has always been something that I've suffered with for as long as I could remember getting my grubby little paws on uh, mom's alcohol. That's exactly right. <laughs> One time I drank a bottle of wine from my parents' oh. wedding that they had been saving for 17 years. Oh, fuck that, you guys. That hurts me. Oh, don't lash out because you fucked up. Well, they got divorced, so who was right? <laughs> it's now, that's probably what caused it. How about that? Oh, man. I, I never saw them smile at each other after that. But drinking has not been my greatest addiction, and it's not even close. Do you know what my greatest addiction is, Tyler? And I'm being that serious. Um, women? My constant addiction of imagining what people are thinking mm. about me, about the scenario in general, and then acting as if it were true. I yep. have taken my obsessive nature and I have put every single ounce of it into trying to imagine what every single person is thinking about me at all times. And would you say that's your need for control? I would just say it's my insecurity. I would say anybody's need for control is basically a sign of their insecurity, isn't it? Isn't it somebody's your need to dominate things is your fear. But, but dom well, yes, but dominate isn't the right word because you dominate means to go and control every aspect. Whereas I think of like people with anxiety, you are playing a, uh, a, a story in your head as you just yes. described, and you're trying to make everything make sense around you. Well, I want to get to a certain place. I know where I want to end up. So when you and I are having an argument, when you and I are having a conversation, when you and I are having sex, 
I am running through 10,000 different scenarios and what each of them is going to mean. Which one do I choose to be most likely to end up where I want to go? Which mm. is just a crazy form of manipulation, a crazy addiction that I've had my whole life. And I am working so hard to get out of it. But damn. Is it deeply ingrained in me? The only thing that helps is drinking, Tyler. Very much so. Well, I wouldn't say it helps. The only thing that distracts you is drinking. Why? You got something? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's again, like we talk about it all the time, these mechanisms that we have to, to solve our immediate pain. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is it puts huge rifts in relationships that mean a lot to me because I'm acting on these delusions. Mm -hmm. I think I'm so smart that I know you better than you know yourself. Spoiler alert, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I am very often wrong and I'm playing into my own paranoia and I'm causing rifts with people that I care about so much because of my addictions. Do you know the solution to that? Relationship specifically. Being aware that I don't know anything and the fact that I, and I know that I'm taking shots at myself here to be- You are. To be funny, to be funny, but the idea that no matter how smart I am, no matter how in tune with people I am, and I do think that I am, I could be wrong at any given moment. And the fact that I know that has really helped me out a lot. I think that is great awareness, being able to look at yourself and say, hey, I don't know what somebody else is thinking, no matter how sure I think I am. But I think another one that is often overlooked is communication. It Absolutely. is scary as shit and you yeah. hear it all the time. And for years, for decades, for however long, it's always been women. Oh, women want to communicate, but communicate, Losers. man, communicate. Yeah, but, it will solve so many problems for you. But what you're saying is the end result of what I'm talking about. To be able to communicate is to be able to be vulnerable. And when you're caught up in these delusions, is the illusions, delusions, whichever is the best way to say it, I don't want to communicate because I've already figured out what you think. So what, you think I'm going to be the bitch here and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. It's understanding that that doesn't mean that it's real. Maybe you are right, but maybe you're not. Yeah, and, and more often than not, you're going to be wrong. Well, because you're playing into your own vulnerabilities and your own insecurities. insecurities yeah. And I am putting myself out there and I just want everybody to know, don't be like me. I'm a kook. This week, I am you at a four. What? Two, three. Well, that makes sense when we listen back to it, Tyler. I'm sure we can edit it in a way that'll make us sound smart. I can't imagine that to be true. You're a douche. The wonders of technology, right? I'm a douche. Let's do douche of the week. We're all douches. All right, now Tyler and I love loving, and we're here to accept everybody except for these two groups of people. Tyler, who you got this week, brother? Ryan, you've already mentioned them once before, but exactly 30 episodes later, and for the first time, I'm going to reuse one because they're fucking up again. The CCP or the Chinese Communist Party. Dude, I love a good party, Tyler. I love a good party. I don't know what those other words mean, but I love a good party. I hope CC is Canadian club because we are going to get wild tonight. Now, I get to acknowledge my ignorance, my past ignorance on this one as well. I used to say, fuck China, but that is simply myopic. Just the citizens, right? <laughs> Stop helping. <laughs> Stop helping. I've now begun saying, fuck the CCP, but to the Chinese citizens who will never see this because your government censors everything, what? we love you dearly. The CCP, you are my, 
Douche of the week. I hope you've never wanted to step foot in China. Why? I don't think we're going to be welcome. I hear it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> Except for political prisoners. CCP and you soon, <laughs> motherfucker. All right, now mine is a little bit more localized, okay? And I'm hesitant to do this, but I- I've got to be me. I've got to be doing honest. He's okay. doing a thing. No, I'm not doing a thing. This is 100% true. Well, that I believe too. Okay, yesterday I was a plus one to a wedding, Tyler. <laughs> I see you laughing. You're such no, a bitch. No, 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 Tyler. I gotta speak my mind. I was a plus one to a, you to a excuse me. I'm sorry. It is my turn. You're right. I was You're a plus right. one to a beautiful <laughs> wedding that was held in the middle of a garden that was incredible. Okay. Don't talk it up. Now here is the problem. Okay. You're just gonna bitch. <laughs> I went with somebody as a plus one usually is. I've never met any of these people. Uh, so it's a tense situation. That's a scary situation so for anybody. When you get to a wedding, what you need is a nice, stiff drink to loosen you up a little bit. Okay? So I get to this place. The, the, the whole thing starts off. I understand you don't usually drink before the ceremony. Totally get it. This was a dry wedding, Tyler. <laughs> a dry motherfucking wedding? What kind of bullshit is this? You're doomed to fail. But what happened was I had to leave at a specific time because I had to be at work. Yep. But they poured a big old glass of champagne for me. And they sat it right in front of me. And I thought, you know what? I don't normally drink champagne, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to break my rule here because I need to loosen up a little bit. But who does I'm that? I feel intense, baby. Who does that? Who, who goes an what? entire dry wedding and then puts out a glass of champagne? How dare you tease me with this? I, and not just that, you can't drink it until everybody lifts their, their hands. Great. And, now I'm drinking warm champagne. And it was a Cuban wedding. And I don't know if you know this about Cuban people, Tyler, but they are a bit verbose. I've met a few. They sure. They're fucking talking about God knows what because I didn't understand a damn word that they said, but it was beautiful. <laughs> when they said it so finally after holding my hand up with this champagne for what felt like 30 hours they salute we all took a big old drink and it was fucking apple juice tyler <laughs> they poured me fucking apple juice to those people who invited me to that beautiful event and made me part of the most sensitive part of their lives you are my douche of the week fuck yourself the thing is i know who invited you literally go oh that's gonna hurt feelings it wasn't man. her fault <laughs> it wasn't her fault she didn't know she didn't i mean she fucked up she fucked up but it's still boy are you gonna be spending a lot of time making up for this bullshit i'm not putting it on her i'm putting it on the on the island of cuba tyler well obviously that relationship isn't gonna last very long absolutely dude listen they are they are doomed. Yeah. And when I took a sip of that apple juice, I wanted to walk up to the groom and punch him right in the face. I was very upset with him. You should have just started punching every member of the family, everyone who was in on this terrible decision making. All right, Tyler, I'm a little hyped up here, okay? That's fair. I'm a little hyped up. I got to bring it down a notch. Now, I have something that I'm going to call food oddities, Tyler. Food oddities. I have three food topics that I want to share with you, and I want you to tell me what you think, okay? So we'll do this very quickly. I am going to airdrop you this first one, Tyler. Go ahead and take a look at this and tell me what you think. Is this food racist, Tyler? So what are you looking at? So now I immediately know what this is because it is at the end of every delicious meal I've ever had, Mm -hmm. Asian uh, style. It is a fortune cookies fortune. Sure. Yeah. And now what does this fortune cookies fortune say, Tyler? It says on here, you will be hungry again in one hour. 
Is that racist? No, why? Because that's a stereotype that after you eat Chinese food, then you're going to be hungry an hour later. But it's not a stereotype. That's a real thing. No, it is. You, oh, wait a minute. You're racist. No, I'm not. I'm you just talking about food. Son of a bitch. You don't like tacos? I love tacos. Fortune cookies like a sad taco. No, now, it's not. No, it's not. You, uh, don't, you don't think that's racist? I don't think that's true. That's, I, I don't think that's true. Well, that, because you don't eat Chinese food. When's the last time you had Chinese food? It's been a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's plenty of Look at that those I... pecs. Those pecs do not ingest Chinese food. These are egg roll nipples, Tyler. All right, fine, fine. You're, I think <laughs> what you're... is your reference to the large nipples so all of a sudden? I think you're totally wrong about that. But what about this? Okay, I'm. what, you have something else to say? I'm just going to say I disagree with you. I don't think that's racist. And I think the guy writing that or or woman writing that or they writing that uh, nailed it. Z-Zer-Zers who wrote Zer, that. yes. Uh, but it's the same thing as saying, uh, you know, all Asian people are poor drivers or all Asian people are from the future. No, it's not because it's a negative. Saying that you're going to be hungry again in an hour is not an insult. So why even come to my Chinese restaurant? And then all of a sudden my, my doors are closing up. I can't feed my fucking family, Tyler. That's racist. I feel the same way about sushi. Tyler, how do you feel about lube? Uh, it's a necessity. Yeah, lube is a great thing. And what's great now is through... Modern technology, they have made lube that you could put in your mouth. Oh, yeah, sure. Edible lube. Absolutely. Edible lube. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing is with it, it comes in cherry. It sure. comes in watermelon. I'm wondering if these flavors are kind of like the, the uh, uh, shitty ass candy that you get and the grape just tastes like purple. It's not really grape flavored. I am so glad that you said that. I am going to airdrop you this. Tell me what you think. Okay, <laughs> this is, this is, okay. First of all, I want to say because of my re last relationship, I could tell you this company with this lube, great. Wet. Second Let's of all. Let's go ahead and say it. Okay, okay. wet. It's wet, sure. S send us free shit. And uh, this one is banana foster flavor. Why? Why is that necessary? I mean, the picture that they got on there of the banana foster looks fucking delicious. But, but do we need something other than watermelon, cherry, and grape? Why are we doing oatmeal? Why are we doing, uh, you know, pork fried rice? I mean, there are certain people out there, I'm sure, that get so much of this in their daily diet that they needed uh, to spice it up for those people. Bananas foster, uh, you know what? We can review. I want to see the funniest edible lube that we can find. That's a good question. And finally, Tyler, for my food oddities, I'm going to go ahead and airdrop this to you. Jesus. <laughs> Hold it up to the camera, are, Tyler. Are these just gummy bears? It is a gummy bear that I left in the car that have all melted together. It is a gummy square, Tyler. Oh, wow. Take a big old bite off of that. Th oh, oh, wow. He pulled a gummy bear right out of the middle. How is it? Oh, like a dog toy. It's chewy. Oh, holy shit. You just ingested 17 gummy bears at one time. I love gummy bears. Is that true? I love gummy bears. I also like gummy bears. Mm. I don't know how I feel about this segment, but it is done. Consistency more than anything. That is mm. Food Oddities. All right, Tyler. Yuck. This shit has been crazy. I'm assuming that we've gone on a little bit too long. Let's go ahead and jump on this airplane, and then we're going to go to break, okay? Jump on here, buddy old pal. Guess where we're going? I don't know. We're going to China, baby. Whoa. We're going to China. And here's the thing that I feel like we can kind of wrap this into something that we've talked about a million times. Is it possible to get the same contentment from virtual achievements as physical ones? 
In other words, when you beat a goal on a video game, is it going to give you the same feeling as learning how to play the piano or picking up Spanish? Are those going to give you the same contentment level, Tyler? It depends on what you do with it and what you achieve with it. If you're just accomplishing something in the game itself, no. Although, if you were to ask, and I don't know for certain, if you were to ask somebody who does it professionally as a career, I'm sure they would say they get something really great out of it. I guess you're just talking about finances at well, this just, point? Well, just a lifestyle. I, because yeah. of through, through video games, I get to live this life, which is a dream of mine. Okay. That, that would be very, very hard to argue, and I think that's a good take. But I will say, overall... Please stop eating gummy bears. So man. good. No, but you're just wait. We're about to take a break. Stop jamming them in your face, you dickhead. All right. Last one, I swear. Here's the point. The CCP that Tyler loves oh so much has announced that minors would be banned from being able to play video games on weekdays, limiting them to just three hours most weekends. So the government is coming into your bedroom and they're telling you what you can and can't do with your hands, Tyler. What do you think about that? Well, the, what, the few details that I do know about it is that it's going to be due to online games. They're going to be able to track people online. So what they can do is they can disconnect it from the internet and play single-player games. But yes, if they find you online more than three hours, my guess is somebody shows up at your doorstep. They're going to chop off a foot. Now, this move comes after a state-owned media outlet describes video games as spiritual opium and builds on earlier restrictions for young gamers. So, in other words... I got to tell you, obviously not on the side of the CCP. They stand for a lot of the stuff that we don't. But I do understand their worry that people are more interested in living in the virtual world than in the real world, Tyler. This is something we've talked about a bunch. Oh, you're worried about that? How about the human rights violations with all the Uyghur Muslims and the Holocaust you we got going on? Do, we can only do one thing at a time, That's, Tyler. I'm sorry. Come I'm on, sorry. Man. We're booked for this weekend. <laughs> we got a busy schedule. I think, excuse me. I agree with that stance. Video games, it's a way that I disassociate. So you I can tell say. you... Yes, I do say, oh, Ryan. Forgive me. I can tell you from personal experience that they are right. It is a spiritual opium. That's actually a great way to put it. I, I actually just like the term spiritual opium. That is really great. Yeah. However, I don't think anything on earth supersedes an, a person's ability to do what they want with them, with themselves, within reason, of course. What, what, but I'm saying, if if you want to spend all day playing video games, it is nobody's right to tell you that you're not allowed to do that. I think everybody is entitled to freedom, and that freedom means being allowed to do something that isn't good for you. My boy Kim Il Jong would like to have a word with you, my friend. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and disagree. And yeah. some people would point. I'm sure the CCP would point to the output of their country and how they have established themselves as the number one powerhouse in the world, and say, "You wrong, dog." Human rights violations. Overrated. It's like, Human rights are overrated. It's like the pharaohs. It's like, oh my God, how did they build these pyramids, these, these towers to God? You know how they built them? They just continuously threw bodies at them for hundreds of years. Just like winning World War II, people are totally dismissible. Yes, you just keep sending out waves of people. That's it. All right, Tyler, I can't freaking, I can't think about this anymore. Why did you bring me I'm here? I'm so sorry. It is beautiful this time of year. I was right, Tyler. Look at all these cherry blossoms. Isn't that Japan? Shut up. <laughs> all right, Tyler, take me somewhere else. Ryan, I got to ask you a question really quick. Uh-huh. How long can you hold your breath for? Uh, let's start right now. <gasps> like five, like five, what was that? Five minutes? All right, Ryan, let's get the fuck out of here.
Because those people are watching this. I'm sure they're government agents. This guy's kicking my foot under the stall. That's something else. Right? Oh. <laughs> Man. Nine, Get in this rocket eight, ship with me, Ryan. Hurry, Ryan. One second. Hurry. Five, Where's Gary Sinise? Four, hurry. Hurry. Jump in. Three, All right. Three, one. Five. <laughs> I forgot my wallet. You won't need it where we're going, Ryan, because we're going to motherfucking Mars. Well, we'll probably have some time. Yeah. 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 Uh, go fish. Ryan, we've discussed this before. NASA, back in April, launched a tiny helicopter and flew it on the surface of Mars. Now, did they fly a helicopter from Earth to Mars, or did they launch it on another shuttle, and then it became a helicopter once it got there? It was on the rover. It was okay. on, the, on the top of the rover. God, that's fucking cool. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. They send uh, signals algorithms, whatever the hell it is, to sure. the robot, and then it fo follows those orders. Okay. Mars only has 1% of Earth's atmosphere, so it's basically like trying to fly a helicopter 20 miles up yeah. with barely any air. I was thinking about that, like, because it, it doesn't have the same, like, ozone layer. At 1% yeah. of what you feel here in Crazy. our in our atmosphere. They are still flying missions to this day. Wow. It is still going. I love that we're learning about planets in my lifetime. It is unbelievable. Yeah. In 69, they've set foot on, on Earth. And now in 2021, I said, <laughs> in 69, they set foot on the moon. Although technically I was still right. Mm. And, uh, and now in 2021, we are flying mini helicopters on Mars, what is 2050 going to bring us? I think that we should stop right here. I think we know everything that we need to know. All of this information is making us less happy. It's making life more worse. I don't think that's true. It's the most worse it's ever been, Tyler. The most worse. I don't also think that's true. Yeah. But, Ryan, let's get the hell off of Mars because I can't breathe. The Big Red Death, Tyler. The Big Red Death. What? Which is a nickname for my girlfriend Nine, in high school. Eight, we don't need to tell Let's get, get the hell out of here. This is bullshit. Five, Tyler, four, that's not even a real three, spaceship. Two, These are all just sound effects. One, let's take a break five, and let's get our shit back together. Goodbye, Earth. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you can sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat 
on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. Leaving my butt out. That's and true. We talk a lot about butts and buttholes on this. Well, we're big fans of them. You hate. Wait, okay, that's fine. To all the buttholes that can hear me, <laughs> big fan. Those guys you hate, 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 hate. Red circle. Here's the thing, Tyler. I, I, I think I spoke last week about how if we're going to have equality for everyone, then we need to have equality for everyone, okay? And I feel like I am being unequalied. <laughs> okay. Is that Please, fair? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, here's the thing. Okay, well, you know what's become really popular now? I'm seeing fidget spinners. So many t shirts with poetic justice on it, with 90s rappers on it, with Nicktoons on it from the 90s. Where's my cultural appropriation? Where is it where I could point and be like, you son of a bitch, give me back my childhood? How come everybody's allowed to do that bullshit to me? You weren't even around in the 90s. Take off that two angry beavers shirt or whatever the fuck it was called. Is it, is it cultural though? Because the younger kids, while they weren't around for it, are still part of that culture. So they're not taking anything from anyone. They're just borrowing it from a different time. Look, if Gwen Stefani can't pretend like she's Asian, then you motherfuckers can't wear a cat dog shirt. That's it. Why it's can't she pretend table. like she's Asian? She got in trouble for it. We can review. I, honestly, yeah. I was just doing a thing. Oh, see, I was thinking of uh, what's her name who pretended to be black. Oh, Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal. Good go- good job, Why man. do I have that in my mind, Good Tyler? job. I, I don't can't know. remember what I ate for breakfast, but I remember Rachel Dolezal. We can review because that's a good story. Yeah, I think I think she tried to pretend to be something else afterwards. Really? I, I think so. Oh, don't I'm quote so me on that, I'm so excited. Though. Rachel Dolezal, we're coming for you. Uh, And I don't throw this around lightly. Like, mental issues? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I mean, and let's move forward here, but... Isn't it the same thing as that gender situation where she says, hey, I, I identify as a black woman, even though I have freckles and I'm white as hell? It's a good question. I'm not sure. All right, Tyler. I'm going to go ahead and try a segment that I tried very recently. I really like the way that it went. It made me feel better. And isn't that what this show is all about? <laughs> of course. I want to try it again. It's called Go Fuck Yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's called Go Fuck Yourself. Now I understand. That's a bit course i understand that that's that that's a slap in the face but with these people that i'm about to discuss these people you people know what you did and i know you're not allowed to say that about specific sects of people but i think with this one i think i'm going to be just fine i don't think any jury in the world would convict me tyler i I think in 2021 we shouldn't be calling anyone you people you people listen up (laughs) okay let's do go fuck yourself People who care about how other people cook their steaks, Tyler. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Now, just like when someone drops a plate and everybody claps, there is a social trigger that needs to be stopped. You know what I'm you know what I'm discussing here when you go out to eat with a group of friends and somebody says, Oh, God forbid, I like my filet to be medium well, all of a sudden everybody's Gordon fucking Ramsay, Tyler. But there's also, on the flip side of that, there's also, hey, you like medium rare? I go rare myself, but but man, that's awesome. High that, five. That is not the experience. Steak high five. That is not the experience that I have had. Why is nobody gassed when I get my broccoli without butter or I get my soda with no ice? All of a sudden, everybody is in charge of how I eat my steaks. You get your soda without ice? Get over yourself. 
You're playing into a social stereotype. You don't even fucking care how I get my steak cooked. People who care about how other people's steaks are cooked. You think you're better than me? 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 Hey! Go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Thank you, Tyler. I'm glad that you remember how this thing works. Yeah, That's... I stuttered a little bit, but it's also because I don't really believe in that one. I don't think that one's fair. You think that people should care how I get my steak? I think it's it okay. It happens to... all the time. It happens all the time, and I think it's okay to comment on it, as long as you're not a dick about you're it. You're a douchebag. This is just showing your, the hole in your in your cooth. Guy who can palm a basketball. <laughs> I mean, it's well, impressive. Well, well, well. Look at you. Big old banana hands over here. You know what, pal? Maybe some of us were born with some sort of hand handicap, and the last thing we need, uh, excuse me, they need is someone rubbing their face in it. It's like me playing leapfrog in front of a guy in a wheelchair, Tyler. Guy who can palm a basketball, you're a dickhead. You do agree with me here? Um, it's not a situation I've run into very often. Oh, I hate I'm it. I'm not exactly going out onto the, the blacktop playing uh, three on three. You know? I was at my gym <laughs> a couple of days ago, and there's a, they have a basketball yeah, 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 you yeah. know, attached to it, sure. a basketball court. Sure. And there's just some guy who's in the regular gym walking around just holding the basketball in one hand. Uh, I'm talking to that guy specifically. You think you're fucking better than me? You think you're better than me? You think you're fucking better than me? You think you're fucking better than me? Go fuck, fuck yourself, guy, specific guy. Uh, that to me is like the guy who carries around the gallon jug of water. Oh, I was that guy at one point. Douchebag. Yes, yes, I work out and I need everybody to know it. Okay, I have one more because comedy comes in threes, Tyler. I, I was the guy who would work out and then post about it on Facebook. Oh, God. He's so much worse. We'll have to do one of these again next week. <laughs> All right, Tyler, you ready for my very last one? I'll side with you on that one more than anyone we've done so I far. I appreciate that. <laughs> We're Disney adults. <laughs> Just yeah. like a guy doing magic tricks at the bar because he's afraid of human conversation, an adult giving all their money to a cartoon rat isn't a personality, Tyler. Feel free to laugh out loud. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, but I also feel bad because I know so many of these people. So do I. It's just like the oh. people who put Salt Life on the back of your car. That ain't a personality, bro. You're just buying a fucking bumper sticker. Look, wear your ears with your weird wife. Walk around in one million degree weather with other people's kids, by the way, and know that we all know that you are praying for the sweet release of death. <laughs> and man, do we hope you get it. Tyler, you know the weird adult Disney people, right? I do. I know, actually more than I care to admit. Yeah, you're creeping us out. It's not a personality It's like type. a cult. Oh, absolutely. It's like a cult. You all got the sticker on the back of your car, so now we can know that you're one of these creeps. Thanks for letting us all know. And look at all these season passes. I got Daisy. I got Donald. I got Mickey. We're Disney adults. You think you're fucking better than me? You think you're better than you're me? You're fucking a lot creepier than me, that's for sure. You think you're better than you me? You think you're better than me? I Disney adults. Go, Go fuck yourself. yourself. Great job. Yeah, man. that one, that one's weird to me. That one, because saying that you're uh, uh, addicted to Disney World is like saying that your hobby is traveling. Your hobby is not traveling because everybody's hobby is traveling. So what does that have to do with Disney adults? It's the very same thing. You said that's not a personality. It's not a personality. It's like you go to Disney World. Congratulations. You're a fucking creep, and I don't trust you at all. St take off those lederhosen and go back to your job. Although I won't admit, I, I will admit, Disney World's a lot of fun. So much fun, man. Yeah. When I get a little bit older, I'm going to be all about it. Yeah, probably when I have some more money. Tyler, what you got going on this week, brother? G, B, I, good, bad, and the interesting, Ryan. Let's get it, brother.
We're gonna jump right into our good. Ryan, it is official, and I know you're gonna be really happy about this one as well. The UN Environment Program has announced that the sale of leaded gasoline has finally ended for good. And obviously that was in other parts of the world. Yes. It's been unleaded for a long time. Very, uh, yes. Good question. Algeria, which is a regional power in Northern Africa, uh, was the last country to sell it. And since they outlawed it just last month, the world is officially leaded gasoline free. I know we've talked about this on the show before and we've racked up about a million weekend reviews this week. What leaded gas was doing to society is super interesting when it comes to aggression, when it comes to serial killers. The effect it had other than just on the environment to me is very interesting. Oh, absolutely. And I, it's something tells me that if we ever get access to that data, we're gonna be seeing the effects of this kind of stuff, you know, for years to come. Very I, I wonder what the long-term effects are, is all I'm saying. So we've spoken about this before. The, as you said, the boomers were breathing in leaded gasoline for the first couple decades of their lives. Yeah, yeah. That can't be good for the lungs. 60s, 70s, right? As Yes, as for those of you who might not know, lead is incredibly toxic to humans. So setting it on fire and then pumping it into the air 24 seven isn't great. And not just that, you also had across the board with, with children's toys were painted with leaded paint. House paint had lead in it. I was gonna say, yeah. house paint, people were sure. breathing that in constantly. Eating paint chips as a kid, not and so great. Our honorable mention of the, to our hero of the week, an unnamed California mom who saved her son's life when a 65 pound mountain lion dragged the five-year-old roughly 40 meters across their front yard. Upon seeing this, she ran outside, started punching and kicking the lion, and it ran off, and uh, the boy is doing all right. Is this, this is our good part two? Is that what's happening? That was just an honorable mention. I like to do a hero of the week every week. I Ryan. understand. Well, we salute you, lady. And I, I also feel a little sad for the mountain lion. I mean- It was killed. He's just out here trying to eat. Yeah, yeah, but when they, they went to the hospital, and when they got there, told the police, the wildlife rescue got there, and when they got there, this was probably, what, an hour afterwards, the lion was waiting in the bushes, hissing at him when he got close. Wow. So it was like preying on the family Absolutely. Almost. That's terrifying. Oh. All right, Ryan, time to jump into our bad. As you know, Hurricane Ida just swept through Louisiana and ended in the Atlantic Ocean after sweeping over nine states, which is, to me, insane. So wait, it went up through, it, it hit Louisiana first, correct? Louisiana, and then just veered off it, towards the Atlantic. Isn't it veered? I gotta say, uh, weather, getting kind of crazy time. <laughs> it's getting kind of crazy. A little scary. Not even the weather, right? Yeah, and the earth is on fire. Anyway, the devastation is catastrophic, and the death toll at the time of me writing this was 49. Of course, that number is expected to rise significantly as recovery efforts continue, uh, so there's too much information to give, obviously, from the storm being so powerful that it reversed the flow of the Mississippi River. That is friggin' incredible. And and I think it's worthy to, to mention, this is at the same time with all this COVID shit is going on. So people are in the worst kind of way, man. Our heart goes out to you, everybody who's been affected by this. Great that you brought that up because the hospital, the whole system is about to break yeah. and now we have this hurricane. As I said, it pushed the Mississippi River the other direction, causing it to raise, uh, rise seven feet in some places, to the devastation in Louisiana being so bad that the mayor is telling residents, uh, or excuse me, 
The governor is telling residents not to return. Don't come back. We cannot provide water, safe, tra uh, safe roads, anything. That's but, so crazy, man. But the one thing I want to focus on is the loss of life because, as you said, that's crazy. So many of us can't relate to this sort of thing. Like, we were in Andrew. I was four at the time. Yeah. So I went through it, but my memory is nil. And we weren't in the places that were affected the most, like in deep Miami. Very much so. So in New York, rescue crews have an incredibly daunting task ahead of them. Basement apartments, which are technically illegal, are incredibly common due to New York being unreasonably expensive. That's exactly right. Due to extreme flooding that happened, many people died in their apartments. That's awful, man. Deborah Torres, who lives on the first floor of her apartment building, said that her apartment started to fill with water up to her knees, and it happened almost immediately. The landlord started calling people out, get out, get out, flooding. The people that lived in the basement apartment, a family of three with a newborn, could not open the door because the water came in too fast. And oh. all, all three drowned oh, together. Good God. Oh, okay. well, what, kind of a, what kind of a joke is that, Tyler? That's a terrible punchline. I, it's, it's, yeah. Please don't make me laugh during okay. this. You're right. Underground tunnels and highways, which are common. Flooding happened immediately. People trapped in their cars. Anyway, it's, it's a horrifying reality so many people out there are coming to realize, and very much like the building collapse here in Miami not that long ago, as the hours and days tick on, the hope for your loved one diminishes. Um, I wrote here like a flame without oxygen, but then I realized that might be a little bit too douchey. Yeah, it certainly is. A candle in the wind, as it were, and it's just crazy, and I gotta tell you, I don't want to be an alarmist here, but end of times, is it possible? It feels like everything is just at the breaking point, doesn't it? Maybe people have felt that way. I mean, probably in the middle of World War II, people felt that way. Yeah, Cuban like, Missile Crisis, Vietnam. Well, maybe not Vietnam War, but... But yeah. uh, honestly, it, it just seems like things are at such an extreme right now. It's hard to find escape. I bet you, and I obviously wasn't alive at the time, I bet you when they dropped both nukes, people were looking at that and going... This is the end of the Holy world. Holy shit, we're about to die. Yeah. Um, well, it hasn't gotten a lot better since. But you're you're absolutely right. And the thing that worries me, because human the human condition has been roughly the same since we've been around, the thing that's changing dramatically is the weather, which should, like, if a god started doing this, we would all start praying to it. Our, our greed and our desire for all of these things that we're churning out, that's costing us the only planet that I'm aware of that we have... Uh, is I believe is what's doing this. Well, once this robot on Mars gets to it, we'll finally have that planet to ourselves Let's as well. go, helicopter. And uh, just to dismount off this bad, for those of you out there who feel inclined to donate, we have a link at the top of our website where you can give to the Red Cross specifically for those affected by the hurricane. All of that was depressing as shit, but I felt it necessary to talk about. You ready for the interesting, Ryan? Hit me, Tyler. Ryan, my interesting... Weird segue. This week doubles as my very first don't kill but one you do, although it's just a mini one, no need for the fanfare. Sure. Don't hire hitmen. They are always undercover agents. Not always. Always. Not always. No, no, no. Anytime. I know a guy. <laughs> no, that guy, no, undercover no, agent. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's done work for me before. A doctor in Connecticut and his name, Anatoly Brelovsky. Sure. Fifth year, I feel like I nailed it. I think you did nail it. I'm sorry, I, I missed Off my, your game, I missed my point, I know. Uh, 50 year old doctor from Wallingford, Connecticut has been arrested on Friday 
a few days after he attempted to hire a hitman from a biker gang, Hell's Angels, which is awesome already, uh, against a, a witness that was going to testify against him in an opioid case. Because okay. he was one of these doctors who was taking money sure. for these prescriptions. Yep. Wasn't a hitman. What? It was an FBI agent. And he was arrested. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I do think that there is a way around this. Before you have them kill for you, you hire them to beat somebody up first. Oh. Because you can't go to jail for a really long time for that. And you could follow up, call the hospitals. Much like if, you know, you're approached by a prostitute, you ask her if you could take naked pictures of her first. A cop ain't going to do that. Ryan, I am simultaneously in awe of what you just did right now and also fucking terrified. I mean, think about it. F no, that is brilliant. You tell a prostitute, show me your you're going to find out if she's a cop real quick. That's very true. Sorry for saying pussy. Yeah, and if she tries to give you some, you know, jibber-jab, whatever, whatever, just pull your wiener out. Indecent, uh, indecent exposure, but you're not going to jail for hiring a prostitute. I don't know how that's going to help, but okay, that's fine. Because then they would arrest you on the spot. Sure. And then you wouldn't go to jail for prostitution. Sure, we could have just done the thing that I said, but that's fine. I wanted to be part of it. I get it. I get it. A, a very specific part. Uh, yeah, so as I said, this guy tried to hire an undercover agent. The crazy thing is, is he had already been given a warning by the DEA for his practice, giving out these opioid prescriptions. So they came to him. They said, you need to stop this or yeah. we will take you to jail. And he continues to do it. Addicted to the money time. I mean... Some people are just so dumb. And they end up in jail. So I think basically what we want to, you know, leave everybody with here is ask your hitman to beat people up first. I can't disagree. Okay. I'm saddened by it. I can't disagree. Solving problems, Tyler. Or creating more of them. And Ryan, that is GBI. What have I done? That was interesting. That's a, now we know how to find a hitman. Good on you, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, great job. If you find what you think is a hitman, ask him to show you his vagina or else he'll tell you that he's a cop. Do you have a knife in there? That's incredible. Tyler, tell them how to get in touch with us, please. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Please go. We have all the links, all the connections. Click, click, click on all your screens because we need your subscriptions. We need your uh, everything, your blood, your social security number, everything. Absolutely. Great job, Tyler. So I'm going to ask you, What's the moral of the story, buddy? Ryan, the moral of the story is do not hire a hitman. That brother of the Hells Angels president that you think you're talking to that's going to kill this witness, guess what? Undercover agent of the FBI. Now you're in prison for the rest of your life. Not always true. Do it yourself, okay? But don't murder. But if you do. But when you do. Do it yourself. Beautiful. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Guys in the yoga pants with the tiny dicks, except that you got the tiny dick. It's not a big deal. People aren't even really talking about it. It's not. Now, if you got a big old schlong, people are going to bring it up. But if you got the little tiny baby dick in the yoga pants, nobody gives a fuck, bro. Let's all be who we are. Even though it's not the projection of who you wanted to be, let's just go ahead and accept our bodies, Tyler. Let's let's accept our, our micro penises. Says the guy with the huge schlong. Big old schlong. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.
And this. Red Circle, baby. Hey! Pre-game! What do they do? Tyler, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Yeah. Excited for this week's show. I think I got some good stuff for you this week. Good stuff for you. I'll be the judge of that, Tyler. This week. Yeah, but you're a bad judge because you like to be a contrarian, Ryan. I'm like Stephen Cowell, you idiot. You'll never make it in this business, you stupid bitch. That's more Russell Brand. I'd like to punch <laughs> your mom in the vagina. That's called fisting, Ryan. In the vagina. <laughs> On the inside, Tyler. Um, Tyler, you and I, we moved into the Menendez Mansion 2.0. No. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, because we don't plan well, we have two separate storage spaces. Are you aware of it? Are we already in reruns? Because we have discussed this shameful part of our lives already. Well, we did talk about how you and I have been using two forks and two plates on a past. I, th I thought it was cathartic getting that out there. <laughs> I, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't understand being affected so by this. You don't I, understand I, why two men sharing two plates and two forks in one cup uh, would affect my, my, my mentality? We have many cups. And I'm, I'm doing a poop joke. I Tyler. can understand how Five you guys be, one cup. I can understand how you would be affected by it. I just don't. At, Ryan, what you just described is called a bachelor pad. Raise your standards, you bitch. Bachelor pad. I, I, it's terrible. We bachelor need pad. Please, anybody out there who can hear my voice, send us plates. They're all chipped and they look like shit. I'm embarrassed. I need a supply drop now, of utensils. Here's please. the deal. For the other job that you and I work that we don't talk about and we pretend like doesn't exist. That's why we had to change our names. Uh, I need something for that. Okay. I need some sort of information and it is in storage. And the problem is having it in storage is like it not existing because I mm -hmm. will never, ever Ever, ever, ever go get it. Yeah. I'm not going to go wade through all that bullshit. All that stuff could be gone tomorrow and I'd never even notice. Yeah, that's kind of sad if you think about it. It's not that. Wait. It is very sad, Tyler. <laughs> I'm sorry. You led me one way and then snapped me back to attention. It is. It's all that shit that I've now completely forgotten about. My life is no better, no worse without it. Uh, we don't need Probably it. better. Not having clutter around is definitely better. Well, at the last place that we were, and nobody cares about this, we had a lot more room, so it wasn't a lot of clutter. I'm just saying. Stuff doesn't make your life better. Yeah. Be a Buddhist like me. Think of the house that you guys are currently living in. It's bigger than that. What? Our last house. Oh, yeah. Much bigger yeah, than yeah. that. And honestly, we would show you pictures of it if we weren't gallivanting across the, the world, traipsing. We're, listen, we're very important, and we have lots of funds, lots of funds and people taking care of us. Causes, Tyler. causes. We do causes. No causes, no. I mean, they're mainly for ourselves. We are causeless. But something we do love, Tyler, is the anniversary of someone's death we love that shit and if only we had some sort of music some sort of segment to signify that okay. i think we'd be better off okay i wouldn't go as far as to say as we, we love it we love it i would just say we love to celebrate life right i don't want to give the wrong impression but we dance on your grave well jake <laughs> oh my god we're Where's the music? I just had it set up and now it's not. Oh, there it is. There it is. It's just lagging. You're very unprofessional. It's lagging. Very unprofessional. Lagging. No matter how long you're waiting for me, by the time I get here, you have 30 more minutes of work to be done. I had all of this set up. Very unprofessional. Just so the audience knows, and it's better if you and I hash it out on the show because I'm a lot less mean. 
Uh, I have to remind Tyler every week to do something we've been doing since the show's inception. There's something that we've done over 84 times that I have to remind Tyler every week to make. Well, if you go back to session zero, which none of you ever will because you'll never hear that shit. It would make your head explode. Um, you had to remind me for the first 30 hours of that show that uh, how to end it. And you just I kept forgetting how to end the show. Right, right. Are you saying this on your own behalf, or are you fighting on my side now? Uh, I'm on your side. All right, good, 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 good. I don't know if you guys can feel the tension. I'm not going to question it. All right, Ryan, it's time for another Happy Death Day. This one goes out to Thea White. Do you know the name Thea White, Ryan? I do not know the name Thea White. Ryan, Thea White, if I was to say Muriel Bag, would you know who I'm talking about? No freaking From clue. Courage the Cowardly Dog, Ryan. I, you know, that was a little bit past my time. You're but a I, piece of crap, Ryan. I do know what you're talking about, the old lady who was his boss. You mean his owner? No, we're dog's bosses, Tyler. That is sad what you just did. Well, born on April 15th, 1940, she lived a long life, didn't even really have any theater or uh, show experience. Oh, really? Really? For that unbelievable thespian performance of Courage the Cowardly Dog's owner. This is you being less negative. Oh, well. This is you being less negative? Yeah, I'm playing a character for the show. You're, no, you're not. In my whole life. No, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So uh, congrats on the long life lived Thea White. Happy death day to you! If I could be totally honest here, Courage the Cowardly Dog scared me. Oh, it was creepy as I hell. I don't like that. I don't like to be scared. I'm, it, a, I'm, a, I'm a, as some people would say, a pussy. I, I'm, a, I'm a delicate man. That is exactly right, Tyler. Now, speaking of a delicate man, I am in the middle of something that I just don't totally understand. I, I mean, maybe I understand it. Maybe I don't understand it. I have a child, Tyler. You do? I, I have, have a, a child? I have a child. Yep. And... My child is now 13 years old. He's going through the puberty. He's got the whole armpit hair. He's got all mm. of the accoutrement. Tyler. Mm. He is in the middle of it. That's unfortunate. Parenting during this awkward, awkward time has not been simple for me, Tyler. I, I just don't specifically always know. You know, the thing that happens is when do you start introducing um, off-color jokes? What's appropriate to say? What's not appropriate to say? You don't want to be an old fuddy-duddy. You don't want to be a stick in the mud, Tyler. But you wanna, you don't want to be inappropriate either. Does that make sense? It does, absolutely. So here's the deal. A lot of times we'll do things on this show that I'm proud of. Last week, we did a segment called Can I Say This? Yes. And the thing that I thought made that work is that for the first time on the show that I can remember, I was genuinely afraid to say some of those things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Go back and listen to it. It's worth it. But you may never listen to the show again. Now, I did a part of that segment where I talked about two women at my gym that look like my son's best friend. Yes. In the face. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? And then you made a very uncomfortable clarification again and again and again. Right. You're going to have to go back and listen to it. Sure. But I let... The point of it was they looked like him in the face and I was romantically attracted to them. It was, a, it was a nice little joke there. Yeah, hilarious. I, I let him listen to it. 
Our relationship hasn't been the same since, man. <laughs> I, I, I think I made a mistake. I'm worried that he's talking to him. I don't know if they're talking to the authorities. I said I didn't find him attractive. I don't understand what... It's, it's a joke, you son of a bitch. Maybe he's just waiting for the best time to set you guys up. So when I say that, that parenting has been awkward, it's mostly on my side. I honestly... I'm just waiting for him to talk to me about the birds and bees, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you could use it. So do birds fuck bees? Like, what does that mean? Where did that come from, the birds and the bees? That's a good question. We can uh, review. Uh. All right. Some old fuddy-duddy came up with it because they couldn't say sex. You're being a real stick in the mud, Tyler. And those birds and bees are making whoopee, and let's make a podcast.